Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Patty's Playhouse. It's another weekend. It is, but that's Friends of Distinction singing my Grazing in the Grass. I believe it's mine now. Not our normal lead-in. No, but I like the words. Mm. Well, I got into it with Tish. Tish is our morning show host. I'm Patty Wilson on Real Talk 93.3 FM. My show is called Patty's Playhouse, and we talk about real estate and life in Tallahassee. House talk with a happy ending, so to speak. And Tish and I, we were at an event. We were at a birthday party on Sunday. And he's like, I love that version with the fifth dimension. Hmm. And I was like, there is no version with the fifth dimension. So he meant Friends of Distinction, but I got to prove him wrong. Well, so this is funny. not Tish's Playhouse. <laughs> so it was still funny if you I'll were go, there. I'll go back to our And you know what else happened? Entrance. I didn't tell you what happened. Did I tell you what happened? I don't think you did. So we're at Island Wings. Yeah. And Tish comes up and says, hey, does anyone know who the... the people were that came out of the big black cars and i was like i wasn't paying attention i don't really care so i'm just like minding my own business till i turn around limos? and i'm like yeah, it was casey Suburban desantis no, it was casey desantis casey. i'm like that's casey because i'd know her eyebrows anywhere mm. so they're very natural very beautiful and then i was like but is that governor desantis they were in baseball hats these poor people were trying to just sit and eat but nobody gets past dish <laughs> I mean, nobody. But I was like, they were just sitting there with their poor little hands over their face. FDLE was in the front. They're just trying to get a little bit of grub. 
And somebody said, did you walk? I'm not walking. Their body language did not say, that? come talk to Pat. I just don't understand Pat. why no. people do that. No, I'm not doing that. I would never do that, ever. I completely respect that. They're a young couple with young children running and very well so far by the state. And they're wearing state. baseball caps and trying to avoid people. <laughs> You're going to walk just up saying. to them. I did. But it was still interesting. Read people much? <laughs> yeah, we do read people. <laughs> right. So, how was your week? That's my, Scott. Scott Coward. My week was good. Solid week. Solid week. Yeah. Yet another one. <laughs> I like a solid week. Solid week. Yeah, it's getting really busy. Yeah, we went to the we, Tally Awards. We did. We didn't so, win. We just went for fun. Yep. We were the laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> of course we were. Of the Tally Awards. No doubt. And if you're under 30, you may not know what a laugh track is, but a laugh track is the fake laughter it goes along with everything else. Especially when they used to do TV shows and they weren't live. Happy days. Yeah. It was a way to... Odd couple. Tell you when to laugh. Tell you when. Well, Everybody I, loves Raymond. I create my own laugh track. Yeah. And we are the laugh track. But it was fun. We had a good time. We had fun with our people. We were there with the radio station. It was nice. Radio station folks were kind enough to invite us. Yes. So it was fun. It was a blast. That the, There were three bands, well, three bands and a singer. But the first band I thought was the best, which was Larger Than Life. They were a pop 2000 band. They did everybody. NSYNC, Boys to Men. They were really good. Interactive, energetic, fun. Just They were young. I mean, they were super young, but they were, like, they were definitely born around 2000. But they were really good, really good. Second act was Ryan Cabrera, and hmm. he just played acoustics. I didn't quite get that. That is kind of his gig. And then I had to go to sleep. Yeah. So I didn't stay for O-Town, but I heard those that did. It was really, really enjoyable. It was oh, They so said it great. was very energetic and very O. Oh. <laughs> it's probably made with cauliflower. Right. <laughs> oh, very, oh, that's oh. delicious. Oh. So it's just Scott and I today. Just us. We're just going to talk about the job of a realtor. So lots of duties. Right. Lots of duties. About 184. And that was before technology. Right. About 104 duties and how we get paid. So that's what we're going to talk about for the hour. How we get paid, where our money comes from, what it goes towards when we have when we do get paid. Commissions. And we're not giving standard commissions because that's an antitrust issue. But we're just going to talk about the hypothetical banana. We're going to call it a banana. Let's call it something else. Yeah. So how do we get paid? We would get paid by performance. Right, so if we Correct. don't if we don't seal the deal, we don't get paid. Well, we're working for the deal. We're working for the deal to therefore, get paid, right? Therefore, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Facebook. I'm Patty Johnson Wilson under Facebook, and then we have Patty and Scott, Allison James Estates and Homes is our Blot business page. Blot of beautiful Scott Coward C O W A R T, and then we have a great website called PattyandScott.com where you can look at. You can listen to the show, but you can also look for homes. Yeah, you could put a It's a fun little a website. Face with the name. Right? It's purple. Correct. And so I've been a realtor I think 04 was when I got my license. I didn't start selling right away because I was working full time as a property appraiser. And it really has been invaluable to have that appraisal license. It changes the perspective of a house, its use as a residential, what do you use it for? How do you live? How does it fit around your life? So I've always really been proud of that designation. 
And Scott's worked with me. We're going on our third year, I think, too, right? Yes. Our third year together? Yes. And we show homes and we help people buy, sell, invest, list, the whole the whole shebang, which is nice. But what does the realtor do? And I think realtors... Depends on what type of realtor you are. Well, I think realtor in general. Okay. We don't teach people our value. We don't teach people, this is what we do and this is how we can make our... Uh, your life easier? I don't think I don't think people know. Well, and I don't think I, we do I a would, good job would, of it. Yeah, I would say not even just easier. I would say not only should it make it more streamlined and easier for you, but additionally it should protect you from many of the things that could go wrong. I'm just I mean, just because of our experience, just poor decisions in anything. I, I was telling somebody earlier, there's a property that the stove burner is not working properly. It, it won't cool down. It's a glass top stove. I know the issue, but I'm not going to be the one to fix it because it's the execution that I'm not going to take the risk and then burn a house down because I miss a wire or don't do it well. Even though I know the issue, I know where it goes. I'm just not going to do that. It's not my role. So I'm going to pay the person, the right person, to do it. So the, there's a couple jobs, just synopsis. It's to guide. If somebody, if if your real estate agent, which is beyond, it's just the basic sales associate, real real estate agent in Florida that is not a realtor. So just a real estate is showing you 60 homes. They're not doing you justice. They have not guided you through the process to find the home that fits you. If you are the customer and you're saying, I want to see everything out there. Yeah, you still only want to see everything out there that suits you. Who wants to drive around and see every piece of crap or every beautiful home you can't afford? I mean, nobody wants that. I think a lot of people have the misconception that that's what they want to do until they do the first four or five and then they're like, oh. They're driving around I themselves no and they're seeing everything that doesn't fit you. So guiding is number one. I think narrowing down, hearing what you have to say, asking you great questions and taking you to the homes that you really want to see in the order you want to see them. Best to last is always the best way because then you can see this is what I really want. They, that person heard me educating. So we educate to the market. We educate to the contract we educate to the transaction, how that transaction is t- carries forth. And then we constantly educate our customers about home ownership, tweaking, making sure you do your home maintenance, homestead, taxes, resale if possible. If you go to renovate, removing your PMI, that's our life with our customers. We take them from the beginning when they're thinking about buying a home, getting them a loan, Helping them decipher what kind of home, closing, home ownership, who do you need, what do you need, when do you need it, taxes, resale, the whole thing. We, we're there the whole way. Beginning to end. In this together, right? Right. So networking. So this is the other important thing. For sale by owners often go through this, unfortunately, but they don't have the relationships with the builders and the other realtors to find out if something niche in a niche is coming on the market, we do. That's the whole point of a real estate board is it's like our own little, it's not a union, but it's our own little network union. It's a, it's a good directory of uh, 
what we've heard probably most of our lives, which is it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. And knowing those people and being able to navigate through the items that may come up in an inspection or through the contract or if something looks odd to someone, many people have questions and often deals will fall apart if you don't have someone that can actually walk you through it. Also, if you're the listing side, you've you've decided to sell your home, you're using Patty and Scott, Patty and Scott are going to know which agents get the job done instead of the ones that may not get the job done. Stick with us on the other side of the break. We're going to continue to talk about the role of the realtor, what we charge, how we charge it, and just how, and how it fits you into your it. lifestyle and how you pay it. Right. 850-656-0009. guess that's if you pay it. Kids were laughing in my classes while I was scheming for the masses. Who do you think you are? Dreaming about being a big. I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, Real Talk 93.3 FM. You can find us on pattyandscott.com. Patty's Playhouse on Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And soon to be iHeart. Hey. I'm working it. A little Brit Brit for you. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. No, I can't. <laughs> He was in her voice earlier. <laughs> Who doesn't love Brittany, though? Uh, well, everybody should if they don't. I love her. Toxic is still my favorite. It's still my favorite. Do you remember when it was, what was that dance show? Celebrity dance thing? Where the celebrity would dance with a professional dancer. What's it called? Oh, um, Dancing with the Stars. Right. And there was Rachel, what's her face, that used to be one of Rod Stewart's wives. And she did a waltz to Toxic. Oh, it's my favorite dance of all time. Rachel, she's Australian. She's a model. Right, the model she was married to. H. Um, can't think of it. But it well, we were talking about the role of a realtor. And there's a dance. Good segue. Right. The dance of the transaction. Making sure everything's covered, that you know which steps, and your costs. So just a little bit of info from Scott and I. We don't charge a transaction fee if you're listing. No transaction fee. We use title companies that are less expensive than most title companies. So North Florida Title came on last week, Jessica Bennett. They charge 400 Some title companies are like 750 So if you're tight on your closing costs, $350 is a lot of money. I'll buy you a home warranty. It'll buy you whatever you want. Buy you a house clean. It'll buy you, it'll buy you whatever you Hell, it'll buy a stove. <laughs> it'll buy you whatever you cases. want. So it's just, it's about balance. I mean, you get to choose, but we're going to give you fee sheets that show you this is the cost and how it's broken down so you know how much you're spending. I think when you when you think about it, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And if we are the people participating in the dance, if you will, it's about the knowledge of the comparison of it, subject property, to everything else that we see day in and day out in Tallahassee. So that would give someone guidance in terms of direction of things that they may need to fix, improve, do better, and or at least price, which those are the things, one, the other, or both, that are going to make a big difference in the market. 
And it makes a difference. It may not change the price of the home, but it's going to change how much you're escrowing, how much you're paying outlay in your closing costs. We just had a transaction where we had the listing and the buyer had was going to pay cash, but then they chose a bank, used Bank of America. They were charged $750 for the appraisal. It was a standard home. There was nothing special about it. I'm an appraiser. We don't make $750. That management company that is being hired by the bank, because the buyer doesn't get to select, right? They just get the privilege of paying. The buyer does not own the appraisal. You can argue with me until the... As long as you want, I'm still going to win because the bank owns the appraisal. They select who it does because that's who's being protected. The buyer's not being protected. The bank is being protected. $750 for that appraisal. I think the confusion in that for most is that because they get a copy and because they pay for it, they believe that it, it is, it's theirs. Yeah, a realtor told me technically they own it. No. Yes, they, no. Technically, they get a copy. They get they get 36 pieces of paper that they right. get to pay $750 for, but they can't do anything with it. The bank owns the appraisal. We answer to the bank as appraisers. We don't answer to the to the buyer. So that minutia, the minutia of if it's going to cost me $750 for that, if I'm going to a, another title company that's going to charge $650, $700, that's $1,400. Where if you use a lender like our friend, Guaranteed Rate, they it's $475 for the appraisal. And then four hundred. So there's eight hundred dollars there that you could put on extra down payment. You could buy a point. Makes a big there's difference. There's a lot in you could cost. do. Big I get difference. very exasperated because I don't get to talk to everyone. This is my only outlet to talk to those people that say, "Think before that person comes and tells you sign here. Ask for fee sheets. Ask for negotiate. That's the point." Well, that, I mean, <laughs> the point. I get. Uh. And and that's just getting getting. To a contract, it, getting there, the offer. There's, in. there's so much more. But once you commit to that, that, it's really, really hard to change it. Oh no, that part I'm I'm totally in agreement with. But it's about taking the deal to closing. It's not about getting an offer and accepting one. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking about the role of the realtor, how much it costs to buy a home, sell a home, what we charge. I, I'm only speaking to myself. I don't, I don't. We don't charge a transaction fee, but we're seeing them everywhere and. Legally, they can charge a transaction fee if they have somebody to do the work. Correct. If they don't have somebody to do the work, then that's an issue for someone else. But we we don't do that on we don't do that on the selling side. We don't do it because you're already paying commission. Correct. So really, it, the state of Florida sees it as extra commission. Uh, VA will not permit it. The Veterans Affairs, if you're using a VA loan, they will not permit it. Uh, short sales will not permit a transaction fee, and um, who else won't? Foreclosures will not permit a transaction fee. In general, they will not permit it. I've met a lot of people who are trying to sell their houses themselves. And what's interesting to me, and I think what's missed often, is that when you're selling something yourself and you're looking for feedback, it is not frequent that you will get honest feedback because no one wants to hurt your feelings at Correct. your home. We play that middleman where we can not only receive the feedback, but present it in a and way guide. that helps you get to the next step. And it's, you know, it's not always the first one that walks in that's going to present an offer. Often you have time where you can modify something so that you get to the point of receiving an offer. It just is no one's going to want to tell you if it's yours. Well, it's just like in your marriage. We personal. talk about in your marriage. If you tell your husband you're a slob, you're probably not going to get that reaction that you really want. Correct. If you say, honey... What about if we spent on Saturdays two hours cleaning the house together? Would that be okay with you? Right. Yeah. 
Probably. I mean, I don't know your my relationship that would work miles ahead versus you're a slob. Well, I think, and that's the difference in that feedback. Well, just receiving feedback. In many mm-hmm. cases, they're they're just you know puffing. And we like to give feedback kind of almost face to face. Like we like to. I don't just send feedback over. I call the person and give that's them important because people hear it differently. It's just Absolutely. like if you send a text message saying you're fat. Yeah, I know I'm fat, but you sending me a text message saying I'm fat hurts more. Then if you said, hey, Patty, you have about 100 to lose. <laughs> what is that? You know what I'm saying? It's big difference. I'm coming at you with love versus just coming at you. Well, I think in, in any case, the objective, again, is to do what we're hired for, which is to sell your home and or find you the right home. That was number seven was looking out, like avoiding the pitfalls, well, yeah. helping you see things. Like when Scott had that Brush Hill uh, that closed recently, it, it, he helped the owner see things as she was a decorator that did, couldn't see. Well, uh, we can't see everything. No, but we see more than someone who's living in it. And and back to my prior point, we have the experience and the knowledge of what's in the market mm-hmm. that will make a difference. So I'm not just bringing to your attention every little nitpicking thing. But no, I'm it's going important to, stuff. But I'm going to bring to your attention. There is a big difference in saying I'll take care of this if you buy my home than me fixing it to sell your home. Huge difference. Not everybody can see what maybe I can see Mm-mm. or what someone who's looking at your home can see. So it's about, you know, just packaging. I mean, marketing is out there for a reason, and that's a huge part of what we do. I mean, we don't own the actual product. Our job is to market get something. It at, I'm a sports person, so I say get at bats. Yeah. Our job is to get you the most at bats. Correct. If we don't have an at bat, that's my fault. But if means giving, I didn't tell you the truth. I didn't put it out there enough to tell you. But it mainly is I didn't tell you the truth. But as time goes on and those at-bats are coming up, there are indicators along the way that tell you how to pitch different. I mean, you just have to look at it in that way. If you don't, you're missing opportunities. I mean, if you don't modify based on what you're hearing or seeing, and you're not going to get that if you're selling it yourself, it's, you know, if we're not modifying that, you're not going to get the desired outcome and that's what we're hired to provide. Take it. To we just closing. want you to really read those listing agreements. If you don't use us, I mean, I would love it. We're always taking new clients, but please read those listing agreements and see what is binding for the consumer. Well, specifically, look at that special clauses and are in, in the listing agreement where there are additional information that is imparted upon yeah, you. Yeah, is it a standard. transaction? Is there uh, a get out? Can they fire you? Can you fire them? I like being fired. If you don't like me, fire me. And 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 mine says I can fire you. But but in a lot of cases, what I'm saying is that not only can you fire them, but if you fire them, they're actually charging. Yeah, they're charging to be fired. Right, and I I I see no and reason for that. If the escrow's held back, who gets that money? Right. In our case, we take no money because we're not assuming the risk. Well, and we get to sell the homes. We get to still, hopefully, praise God, sell the home and market the home and then we market ourselves. Right. You take their money, you won't be selling their home. Right. So we don't split that escrow. If the escrow is held back and the seller gets the escrow, we take zero. Correct. We don't charge a transaction fee. We don't hold you hostage. We sell your home. If that's (laughs) what you want to do. Yeah, it's six months. I only sign six-month listings. I don't sign anything over six months. For that reason, you need a new person at that point. Yeah, I don't think we've had anything Mm-mm. go six months. No. I mean, if, no. If there is, 
something was missed. Stick with us. We're going to talk about the role of the realtor. There's so many things a real estate agent does for you you may not know. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, Patty's Playhouse, we're talking about the role of a realtor. We don't want you to have to just wake up when it's all over. No, we do not. We want you to have fun. Scott and I have so much fun in our transactions. What should be that? I I want everybody to have as much fun as we do. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) if you don't have fun doing it, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, at least not with us. Find something else that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Our number is 850-656-0009. You can find us on pattyandscott.com. Often we have guests. This week, we're not. We're going to talk about the role of the realtor just because I found so many people, real estate agents and uh, the community just lacking this information. No one talks about it. So when we write a listing agreement, we get to write it how we want. It's a negotiation. Correct. Whether it's commission, transaction fee, length of time. I don't go over six months. Um, The out clause for both people. Who gets the escrow? All of those little fill in the blanks need to be filled in. in. And when they get in, how they get out, how right. we show the home, how often we can show the home, where the sign is, the lockbox, who we call, who calls to set the appointment, how you receive the appointment, how you receive the offer, uh, the time frame for the offer to be received, all of that. What your house is going to look like, who's going to clean it when it closes. I have all of that in my listing. It's full. Because I want everyone to have that proper expectation when they go into, A, that I know what I'm doing, and B, that you know what you will be doing. So I think that when I when I think of the average consumer, I think of also people that get into real estate because they have this idea of what it is, and their philosophy is it's about opening the door. It's not about what you have to do for pre-listing to make sure that everything is in the right order and for the right price in terms of getting it to market, then getting it to market, then taking an offer, then taking it to closing and everything that comes in between there. And post-closing. It's all the behind the scenes. It's not It's not the opening of the door. It's not putting the lockbox out. It's not actually telling you how to edit your home. It really comes down to everything that's happening behind the scenes leading up to each of those points. And that's a great segue to your your staging, Scott. Scott stages our listings for us and for the seller. We don't charge extra for that benefit. Scott just does it. We don't charge for our professional photography, drone work. We just do that because it helps us sell our business, which is to Correct. manage the transaction, but it also makes it look beautiful. And I mean, who doesn't want it? Pretty sells for more money. Anywhere, anytime, it just sells anyplace, for more money. regardless of what anybody says or thinks. That and is, that and is the appraiser the sees that too. Correct. The appraiser sees pretty sells for more money. But if you're going to do pretty, do it well. Don't just do half-ass pretty, do pretty. So when Scott comes in and ed- edits, he likes to say edit, which is declutter or whatever you want to call it. 
you don't get to see it when you see our pictures you don't get you don't see all that blood sweat and tears and moving stuff around and bringing in potted plants and you don't see that it's what keeps us out of the bar okay we love it it's actually but for the homeowner it can and it can have some anxiety because they're like how do we live well like you did just with prettier stuff around you Correct. I mean, it's it, just new stuff because we bring in our own stuff. But and I guess I say edit mostly because, yes, please, by all means, declutter. But sometimes it is the livability of things where people place furniture and whatnot. And I would say, hey, this picture is going to look much better at this angle if it were placed this way. So it's about taking a lot of what you currently have because it's your personality. It's, it's, it's editing. It. It's so. your personality. And, and people, when they walk into a house, they want to feel personality. They don't want it to feel cold. No, and, and pictures, you know, tell a thousand words, as we've often heard. It's really about getting the most out of that because that's where people are seeing your house 10 times prior to actually entering the front door. My job is to get them to enter the front door. And when they get in the front door that they don't feel claustrophobic. Correct. It's and, so fun. And that the, the vibe and the flow of it is simple and organic. And, and it it's about and, and we want the people that we work with to trust us. To say that we're only here to help you make more money. We're not here to hurt you or cause you anxiety or make you not like your house or not think you did something right because that's the opposite. Well, and we're go- just about taking average and making it, which we all have, like my house is super average, Scott says it, but and making it fabulous. Well, when you when you boil it all down kind of the way that we were talking about it at the beginning of this, it's that if I'm listing your home, it is my job is to sell it. If I do not sell it, I make nothing. So why would I do that if I'm not going to give it my best? So I'm going to do that. And if I am showing you homes, many people are not doing that. And so my job is to give you my vision that can walk you through this, even if it's not in the position that I may put it in. So it's about bringing clarity to a seller and a buyer or both so that we get the transaction done for the most amount of money on both behalves. Right. Working for the transaction. That's what we do. And simplifying it because it's something you may do three, six times in your life. It's something we do six times a month. Correct. Which is a big difference. I mean, my goal when I first started, when I was on the team I was on, was to sell as many homes as possible to get the most experience because I was older. I was in my 30s. So I wanted to have the most experience possible. And the only way to do that was repeat, repeat, repeat and be around people who really knew what they were doing. And I was very blessed. I, I think the, the that's a great point of, of how often one does this in their life. I, I've had a couple of opportunities recently where people have tried for sale by owner. And the reality is that, yes, you've sold a couple of homes in your lifetime, but the last one was 1996. And the difference of 96 and today in terms of selling a home is night and day. Social media. Our contract night has changed day. numerous times. The seller liability is much higher than the buyer liability. The seller investment and being able to get out of the contract is completely different than it used to be. Florida law, it, the the structure of the home, the codes, all of that has to be taken into play. It is not. If it was just as easy as putting a sign out, I my truck would be paid off, and I would have a I would have a a much nicer truck because it's not. And if you don't do it up front, it's only going to hurt you on the back end. Because and that's called negotiating from straight. Correct. So, and that's kind of knowing you can't know everything about a house, but you can know as much as possible to give that house the best front. Say, this is what's here. 
buy it or don't buy it. But this is the house. And this is the value of my home mm-hmm. in this market. In the market, where it's located. Correct. Because not everybody understands. I had a call about a lot, a vacant lot in another town, and it's zone commercial. Okay. What can be built there? Well, it's commercial. Anything? No, not anything can be built there. It's only 140 feet wide. So not anything can be built on 140 feet wide. So who's my audience for a 140 foot wide lot? Commercial. And you got to do And commercial. And so we had to think about that. Deep. And it was really, it was a long line. So what do you, who can, that's my audience. So even in residential, we're looking at who's the audience of the person that's going to be buying this house. Is it first time home buyer, second time home? That's a completely different theme. Who's so, the audience and how do you reach that audience? Yeah, then how do you reach them? Because that's what we do. That's the marketing. That's side. the marketing side of it. So that's the pre-listing is, you know, you've signed the agreement and then we take, you know, we can do it fast, but you want a good amount of time, especially if your home is going to be staged with Scott to bring all those items in. And we say stage how- very loosely because the reality is that we're I, using I'm, your I may, furniture. I, well, not, not just that, but I may tell you that your door needs to be painted. Yeah. I may tell you that your columns are worn out. I, I mean, I may be telling you a number of things that I can't fix, but I will at least give you information that allows you to make a decision. If you choose not to make that decision, there is ramifications of that. And that's where that's, Patty's that's, numbers come in. Right. That's all, all I can do is guide you. And then Patty gives a range that says, based on the as-is condition or the improved condition, this is where your pricing is. And then you get to make the decision because it's not our house. Yeah. We're looking at one now where I guarantee you, if they don't make the modifications, it's $50,000. There's 50 grand. Easily. For, it could be 75. For a good five to 10,000 investment, you will, you will reap. 50 you 40 more so 50,000 in that but moreover i think that 50 is probably on the low end because the for every rat you see there's 10 behind the door the truth is that the moment they see that it just gets picked away from there so it starts low it gets lower yeah because the buyer wants a deal you can't get outside of that you always wants a deal always and if they find one thing they're going to find 100 things always wants a deal and there's nothing wrong with it because when you go to sell you're the new buyer right and you're gonna do it right it's just the way it is it's just the american way well it is but we're not if, selling if we milk, guide you accordingly you won't have to do milk that. is regulated homeownership is not regulated you you the buyer gets to pick what they're going to tolerate what they're not going to well, tolerate well, that's why the market is what decides what it's worth that's why you want somebody who does six a month and not six a year. Not the truth. Right? If they do six a year. This is Patty <laughs> Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us on the other side of the break. We're going to continue to talk about what we do, how we do it, our role, and what we charge. Pattyandscott.com. Good music when Jenna's dancing. She's got the BBD on her mind. Do you, do you know the theme? 
Awards this week? Poison. Uh, things that could go wrong in an inspection. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the songs from The Masked Singer. I didn't watch any of uh, Did you watch it, Jenna? It was cute. It was really good. So the I don't theme like of the week sing- is The Masked Singer? No, the songs oh. that were sung by the singers on ah, The Masked Singer. No, I would have it was the playlist. Not so it was Gladys Knight, T Pain, Donny Osmond. I knew that right away. We didn't hear a Gladys Knight song, did we? Uh, I don't know if she sang one of these or not. I can't remember. I but she was on. There was the final three T Pain one. Ah. So, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it all. <laughs> but T Pain sang that song. And it had it had Tori Spelling in it. She was in it? Yeah, Ricky she Lake. Can't sing. You're right. <laughs> Which is why she's no longer on it. <laughs> no, she lost. But oh. she she got carried four. Really? She played. Who the was victim. the first that got kicked off? Um, I don't remember. So is it based on singing behind this mask? Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. But the peacock was Donny Osmond. T Pain was the monster. Oh, you know, it was good. It was I, I thought it was her too? It was Rumor Willis? She played the lion. Ah. Uh, Freaking girl can sing. Really? Sing. She looks just like my daughter Courtney. She or they, can or Courtney sing. looks like her, I think. Very much so, sing. T-Pain was killed it, though. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't seen It one was episode. really good. Anyway, the music was really good, so went by the playlist. I did, I did. I hope everybody has watched up on their DVR before this airs. <laughs> <laughs> or- so we were talking about the things the realtors do for you behind the scenes, stuff that you don't know that they're doing, that but they're doing. So we get paid commission. We work by performance. If it doesn't close, we don't get paid. Unless you negotiated something weird and you didn't even realize it. Read your read your agreements with your realtors. Real estate agents, too, not just realtors. So we review the offers. We help you, guide you through the offer. Know the ins and outs of the contract. You know, when the seller signs, it's pretty much a done deal. They got to they gotta carry forward. Onward, they say. Perform. Uh, we, we look at the tax records, we look at the zoning, we look at easements, we look at right-of-ways. We have another one coming up where it has a right-of-way. Flood zones. Flood zones. Can you rebuild if there's a fire? Um, if you didn't get proper permits, we get you through that. It's a lot. Inspections it's a lot. A I mean, one. it is a lot. Because I have a checklist, so I go through each and every thing. Some things aren't gonna going to affect every homeowner, but a lot does. And... I look at the area, what's around it. Is there a tower, like a cell tower nearby or electrical utility? Because FHA looks at that funny. Who is going to be buying your home? What kind of loan do they need? And how does that house fit into the loan uh, conformity? It's important. What's the appraiser going to see? What does the appraiser look for? Broken window, not broken window. Um, you know, in this town, a big thing pain, is septics. Septics. How old is the septic? You know. Here's the thing. How, you're the homeowner. How's it being tested? You're the homeowner. The buyers gets to select. You don't get to select. If that buyer's realtor picks somebody that doesn't follow proper code and inspections, you can be pretty screwed. And I mean by and that by extremely screwed. Extremely. You have to know. You have to attend the inspection. In this situation, the realtor said, I've never been to a septic inspection. I didn't know. How? How could you be? How? 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 I don't even know. Go. 
hire somebody that will be at your inspections. Well, and if you're doing a for sale by owner, then I mean, then you better be there, right? And most because times, you have to. And perform. most times they don't want you to be there. They don't want you to be there, so you have to perform because that you don't get to control who they pick. So whatever they tell you, and in many cases it's not actually and true. And if you're going to use a contract, you got to know it. You got to know it, and you better know it better than me. That's what I. That's that comment. Um, verify the rents. You got to provide the lease. You got to provide the. If you have a property that's an investment property. You have to provide the lease to the buyer and the buyer's agent, the property management agreement, because the buyer has to honor that lease. If all the leases aren't presented to the buyer, you, you've breached your contract. If you don't pro, uh, provide the right HOA information, you've breached your contract. If you don't allow inspections to the home, you've breached your contract. There's a lot. Anything I missed? I'm sure no, there's, there's just not. so much that is done on the front end during and and actually right before closing that it's it's amazing to me all of the you know we call mini steps of all, of those buckets that I created. You, you said earlier 184 things. 184 which, things. Those are just you know there's a lot of them, but in many cases there's so many prongs to each of those that that we do day in and day out that would be a lot for someone to keep track of take in 30 care of, days or and, 21 days and adequately make it happen and that's not to say that people can't do it it's just really to say i still don't think that you get more money by doing it yourself i think in most cases you make less money not only are you not coming from a place of strength additionally negotiations are hard when and it's just you and not a go-between and then furthermore it is not getting the contract. It is really from the point that you get the contract. And let's say in this case that you had somebody come in and they saw your inspector, saw, saw your septic and they didn't test it right. And they said, hey, you need a new septic. We'll take $10,000 off. And you're going, OK, well, I've, I've got to I've got to take $10,000 off the septic. They need to be replaced. No. How and would they you didn't know? How would code. you know? Because you have us. That's how you know. There's a reason Kobe doesn't represent himself. Hello. This is just a reason. There's a reason people on death, unless you're Ted Bundy, on death row aren't representing themselves. Not that you're on death row, but you need somebody to look out for you. I mean, we just got through saying, I think it was last week, that you you finally got chosen for to be a juror. I did. I and got I, chosen. And here I was in federal court and, I know, and so was jealous. not only chosen, but chosen. So I got to be <laughs> on it. And he was representing himself. You could not tell a better story. Do not represent yourself. <laughs> Really? <laughs> you, uh, I forgot. He represented himself right out of nothing. So really, you need somebody there on your behalf that can walk and guide you through the process and certainly get you the best value for your home. And that comes from the beginning point, which is coming from a place of strength, positioning it well, obviously making it beautiful, and therefore let them come. And my friend Travis Sparkman with T-Spark Enterprises says it best. This is your house. If you want to cheap down for five or six, couple thousand dollars, five or six hundred, you're on your own. I mean, I mean, it's really hard to help people that don't want to be helped. Right. If you, if but you, this is your house. If you want to be guided and appropriately, then what you're paying for that, it to me. In the long run, 
you're really not paying for it because, quite frankly, if you sell it yourself, you'll make less money. Well, you're, and your time. Just well, the risk. But but see, that's where people come from they when they say do it themselves. I, I can open the door. I, I, I'll be there. You, no, that's <laughs> not the way it works. They don't want you to be there, number one. Yeah, they can't look at the house right. through a clear eye. Number two, anybody that goes to a for sale by owner is typically looking for a deal. Nine times out of ten. You can't save it twice. Nine times out of ten, they don't have financing. and You would never never know? Well, you think you You know. You just let unprequalified people, people who are not qualified, into your house. Right. It just, the, everything that comes with it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But I've been in that position and I've been one of those people that thought they knew, but I found out a week into it that I did not know. Therefore, I, I hired a realtor at the time. Smartest thing I ever did. I made $20,000 more than I was going to make by selling it myself. And the process was way better. My husband did that too. Way better. I mean, down in Jupiter to Quest. Yeah, mine was in South Florida. They had their house priced at what they felt was market and it nothing, nothing, nothing. They went and raised the price with a realtor and it got sold. Yep. Because. They had connections. They knew well, what it was going to sell And that's really what for. you're paying for. Not only that guidance, but it is that community that you spoke of earlier. It's about our connections. You can only in, know so many people. Correct. But, as the homeowner. But if there are 1,800 realtors in this town and the people that they all know, imagine the people. So my daughter, I don't know how much time we have left, but my daughter is looking for a home. I found one in Pennsylvania. It was under Zillow as a for sale by owner. I told her agent who is a friend of mine, I told him to give them a call. She wanted to charge a half percent commission. The home's been sailed for like 10 months. It's not happening. I said, skip it. Right. He said, you don't want to stay? I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it to you and I'm not going to do it to my daughter because she's going to get screwed in the end. So he didn't go see it. We're not seeing it. Dodged a bullet as far as I'm concerned. She didn't want to play by any of the, the, the mores, the standards, the marketing standards. Mm-mm. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Thanks for listening. We're House Talk with a Happy Ending. Our number is 850-656-0009. Pattyandscott.com.